for a second. I know. I never do that. I recognize. And I'll never do it I again. I recognize. I recognize singing. Um, oh, I didn't know what it was. That. Did you think I turned around because I was like, wait what a minute. What is that? She's talking, but it's up and down. Sounds like a, <laughs> it's very different. It's like kind of drawn out. Um, you guys, that's Rhea Butcher. <laughs> and that's Cameron Esposito right there. And I have a Val's jacket on. Yes, you do. Regular Val's jack. And I have like a like a surfer farmer look. Like a surfer <laughs> who's also a farmer. Getting right off your board and going to plant those crops. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's, that's what, what a surfing farmer yep. would do. That's, that's okay, you guys. <laughs> we're what's happening is that we're a little bit tired. <laughs> But that's okay. We're writing um, uh, we're writing the second season of a television show that is well that we star in. <laughs> and it's it's honestly it is hard work writing this show because it's like a stretch. It's like let me describe the show to you. It's okay, it's about a married couple. Well, no, they're not married yet, but they're like okay, they're both women, but like on a spectrum of gender, it's like are they? And then <laughs> they um they like jackets? Yep, they do like jackets. And haircuts. Uh, <laughs> having them and getting them. Yes, and they are... They also, they talk into microphones, makes an amplified sound, and... Not singing, them. Yeah, and they're a couple. They're trying to work together and live together and make art together. Mm-hmm. And what's hard is, like, for Rhea and I to sort of, like, access these characters and write in their voice. It's difficult. Because it's takes a hard. lot of work. Because I'm like, I think Karen would say, I am controlling, you know, but I don't know. <laughs> and I feel like Rio would be like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It is really tiring to uh, write this show for a different reason, which is that, oh, it's called Take My Wife, first of all. Um, <laughs> thank you. It's a great show that we are really proud of. We got nominated for a GLAAD award, which is yeah. really exciting, which is crazy. Um, and but and we're, this is what's so amazing about last year, is that there were two, there's two shows nominated for this GLAAD award that are uh, about out lesbians, and they're both nominated in the same year. Yeah. And there weren't any other lesbian shows before that. It yeah. was just 1997. Yeah. And Ellen. then 2016. Yes. We got two. 
But we can't name the other person that has a show because we don't want to give her any. No, <laughs> Tig Notaro, you know her. Um, her wonderful she's show. No, yeah, I know. Everybody almost. We don't we, do that. I know it's rude. We did. I was we, more making we fun did of the fact sh- that we traveled. We did her pants. show last. Is something wrong week? with my hair? Yes. Okay. What is this? Where is this coming from? I I don't know. I told you as we were walking out here, I I forgot to check my hair because I I didn't realize in my shadow. I I didn't realize if you don't check your hair, that one long antenna. We had a problem with your antenna last week. Yeah, that's true. I got a haircut this weekend as well. So yes, okay, yes. Your your antenna. Oh, we should talk about that. Wait, but first, can we talk about what? (laughs) Never mind. We were talking about Glad. Now yes. we're talking about antennae. Yes. You wanted to talk about something oh, else? Oh, I was going to say, first Val's Day. How was your Val's Day? Wait, today? Yeah. Or I thought you meant like my first one. And I, I don't remember <laughs> my first one. It was a while ago. <laughs> you mean like... 1983. Like your first one when you were a baby? Yeah, when I was alive. <laughs> my first experience of Valentine's Day. <laughs> Very foggy. I don't Rhea, remember it much. You know how, but I can't believe you don't remember it because they always make those like kind of ornaments. Baby's that, first Valentine. They, baby's first Valentine's yeah, Day yeah. is what they say. No, 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 I know. And you hang them on your um, Valentine tree, <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. that's the day Valentine was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But historically, not <laughs> the day. It's just an arbitrary date. Yeah, yeah. Just Based on like it. the cycles of the right. moon or sun or whatever. It's like yeah, yeah. A, sort of a different kind, kind of, of a bunch pagan of thing. Um, <laughs> Some people believe that the Valentine never came. <laughs> Still waiting on that Valentine. Yeah. One day. Yep. It's just a Captain America Valentine. Yeah. That's a great um, reference. Anyways, now, here's look a, it up later. You'll see. Oh, what here's I'm doing. the other thing. I, you know what? Here we are. We're up here talking about Val's Day. <laughs> I know there's going to be a lot of people here that. Don't named have Val, a particular and it very confusing. Yeah, they maybe don't have a they don't maybe have a Val this year. Uh we're we're your Val. Yeah, we're your Val. Yeah. We're your Val. But it's just from 8 to 9:15. And you have to go home and you can't come to our house. <laughs> we're still well, putting up our Valentine's trees. So. Yeah, we're still we had to go out to the Valentine's room. forest and cut it down. There's a witch. She lives in a <laughs> what a tangent I did not expect she that at all she lives in a valentine made of gingerbread and you gotta stay out of her oven wow and at the end there's a twist um, and it this turns out the she's not your grandmother after all oh okay but you're just wearing a red you know leather jacket you know what I jacket. just did I just spoiled an M. Night Shyamalan movie but it was so twisted that a lot of people don't even know that I did that and then also, who cares? <laughs> Additionally, what I'm trying to say is he's been dead the whole time. <laughs> cool. You know that little kid that's so sick? <sighs> Misha Barton. Yep. Yep. Oh, I see. Where did I lose you? Because I feel like it was a while ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you don't have to. We don't have to talk about your first, your first Val. I meant today, but do you have a special one that you could think of? Like I don't have a. No, not at all. Is there a special Val's Day in your past? No. Mm. Mm-mm. Nope. 
No. I remember one time I made a Kleenex box for Valentine's and it looked really cool. Mm. That's like all I remember. That sounds nice. It was very artistic. When I think of my, my Val's day, it's just a string of nameless Ugh. women. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh, too many to count. I mean, ultimately, we're both talking about box. <laughs> I'm sorry, I really didn't want to make that joke. I really don't but like actually, objectify like, women. There are a lot of young we people honestly, here. No, there are a lot of young people here, and they might not even know the, they the word know. box. So I feel like... But some people got it, and it was for them. No, 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 them, I know. also apologize. No, 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 I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying... I didn't want to make the joke, but no, it was right there. I'm actually affirming you. I feel like you. at least three people I'm, were like... Yeah, I'm holding you up. I'm holding you up. No, because I feel like that's like kind of a '90s term. But then a lot of these people are well, they were born in 2012, and so they're very young. And so you're kind of introducing. I'm not against you telling that joke. What I'm saying is, I feel like you just imported some cultural knowledge. Sure, yeah. You know, well, in a '90s kind of world, I'm glad I've got my girls. So. Keep your head up. Oh, well. (laughs) Um, Okay, yeah. So, Uh what else are we going to talk about? Russia owns... (laughs) owns. Everybody knows, right? Yes? Great. Okay, that's all I want to know. Yeah, so Russia owns us. I'm not the only one seeing this. That's what I feel like. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yes, we shall. We'll see what happens. Honestly, Rhea, okay. (laughs) I am straight up starting to wonder, like, is Donald Trump not a good president? (laughs) It's almost like he wasn't prepared. No, I'm just, I don't know if it's like preparation or what it is, but I will just tell you, I'm like sniffing around and I'm Uh almost sort of starting to get just like the initial scent of just like, wait a minute. Is he, like, not a good president? Yeah. I mean, I've just been sitting here giving this guy a good old chance. We've been giving him a shot, you know? It's just like... I'm I just mean, giving him a shot. I just feel like... When you get honestly, the job, like, at the they're top all the same, right? It's like, thing. all politicians you are the same. You get unlimited like, chances. Doesn't matter if it's the most qualified candidate in the history of the presidency or a fucking <laughs> orange guy. It doesn't matter. Because they're all corrupt and it's all the same, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all here we've been same. sitting here just giving him a shot, and you know, I'm just like watching all the things he shot. says, and I'm like, mm, after he's got shot. some points. After you know? shot. Just, yeah. After shot. After shot. <laughs> after shot. Shot, 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 Um Yeah, he's the fucking worst at this. He's terrible at everything. Sorry, I just got really locked into it. <laughs> I think I might be in Russia. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, no, you're a surfing farmer. There you are. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what it is. <laughs> I had to step back and then I saw it. Yeah, yeah. But you're, but you're a together. surfing farmer, like, in the way that in the 60s when they made all those surf movies, it was, like, definitely a static pool. Because you're oh, going, yeah. like... It's a, it's a surfboard, like, on the top of a Volkswagen and somebody's just going, like... <laughs> 
No, that actually looks they, like much better. They just have streamers in the background. You've shown a couple different. What's the? What are the streamers for? The, to be pretend waves. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember rhythmic gymnastics? Of course I do. Whatever happened to that shit? The ball. I feel like it had a real heyday. You know when that was? The nineties. <laughs> But Again, straight up, I guess it's coming back, right? Because every- in a '90s kind of world, I'm glad the, I've got my girls. All the Again. pants are back. All the <laughs> sure. '90s pants are back. We have a writer's assistant that works on our show, and it is like, you guys. She's I think she's like 21 or 22, and you know we're 73, <laughs> <laughs> and it just feels like she's wearing some old-fashioned clothes. <laughs> But they're now fashion. Are you talking about the bonnet she was wearing? In? <laughs> yeah, we're always like, take she's notes. Writer, and she's, she's, like, she's also, she's also like, churning butter. what? I was going to say churning butter. I, well, yeah. <laughs> Jess is a classic old-time activity. What else spindle. did they even do? Bleed in a field? Yes. <laughs> yeah, they did that yeah. too. They bled in a field. Go make yourself a tent. Get in that tent. I don't want to see you. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. We're taken over by Russia. It's Val's Day. And we'll come out to talk to you guys later and we'll ask you questions if you want to about like any sweeties you don't have, any sweeties you do have, if you're your own sweetie, which is totally Are chill. you a Cammy's little sweetie? Yeah. Maybe you That's are. That's the fan club that Rhea's <laughs> trying to start for me. Uh, the day somebody wears a shirt that says Cammy's little sweetie on it <laughs> will be my best Valentine's Day ever. <laughs> Okay. But should we start the show? Yeah, we should start God, the show. God, we're terrific, though. I mean, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Moondoggy, do you want to... I was that also, I was farming. is such a... That's a reference that actually does mean something, and it's from a thing, and nobody here knows what that origin it's thing is from the is, 90s. Except for me. The so 1890s. Oh, they're in the back. Um... Trying to have You're fun. just quoting Portlandia. Do you realize that? What? Oh, I forgot about that. My bad. I didn't joke steal. I just forgot. Please don't tweet at Portlandia. Yeah. You guys, we don't steal jokes, but imagine that we're in a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wouldn't that be funny? What if we were like so feminist? Can you guys imagine it? We had long hair. We have long hair. In this sort of imagined thing, we're like, hey! Oh, River? That's what we're like. Um, Okay, you guys. Well, we got a great show for you. (sighs) Cacao! I know. They just came to see somebody else's show. You just came to see somebody else's show, right? Came to this show because you want to see us quote other shows, am I right? Well, I'm Abby, and that's Alana, and welcome to the Meltdown with Kamal and Jonah. Well, you guys, we have a great first comic up tonight. He's a pal of both uh, Rhea and mine. In fact, Valentine's Day story, because on Valentine's Day, you tell the truth. (laughs) Person runs up with a bunch of cards. Kira Knightley's there. Banoffee pie. Anyway, my point is... What are you talking about? Love, actually. Oh, for Christ's sake. 
Rhea, you can't be in my family if you don't know all the lines to my dad's favorite movie. <laughs> Every Christmas. Oh, it's great to be at your guys' place, and I don't even mind eating vegetarian Christmas dinner, but you guys want to watch any movies or anything? So my dad. <laughs> We got a great first comic. <laughs> I almost just knocked my tooth out. You guys, thing. I don't know where we just went, but we're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> this guy is literally, I would say, the reason we're together. Because we were friends in Chicago, and then we went on the road to, you guessed it, where's the romantic place in the world? The most romantic place in the world? That's right, Cleveland. Cleveland. <laughs> and we went on the road to Cleveland fell in love in Cleveland, and this is the person who booked that show. <laughs> so, I know you're gonna really lose it for our friend. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Mr. Ramon Rivas. Thank you very much. Give it up for Cameron yeah, they fell in love in Cleveland, which was cool. Uh, I, I remember we went, we went, like, Cleveland was weird. We had, like, a Louisville Slugger bat store for some reason. So we went in, and, you know, we were looking at the bats. And then the dude invited us in, like, the little back area. And he was talking to us, and then he started yelling at someone who tried to flyer him. Uh, and then we had to, like, sneak out. Uh, so I feel like they fell in love because they were scared for their lives in that moment. <laughs> and they leaned on each other. Uh, that time. I was just home for the holidays. I was hanging out with my nephews and niece a lot, which was cool. My youngest nephew got in the car, picked him up from school a little before the other two, and his face was all sad. He was like, T.O., do you have any Johnny Cash music? <laughs> which is an alarming question from a 13-year-old boy. Uh, and I was like, yeah, man, why? He's like, I've just had a Johnny Cash kind of day. I was like, did you do heroin today? Like, what does that even mean, man? And so I was like, well, let's go get ice cream and talk about it. He was like, I don't like one-on-one -on -one situations. <laughs> I was like, what? He was like, I just don't, I don't like the pressure to talk when it's just two people. Whenever there's more than two people, I have time to think about what I want to say. So let's wait for the other two to get out of school to get ice cream. I was like, damn, I don't have enough money for that. Uh, but... I was like, that's, that's cool. I, I got a text message recently. My dad told me that my mom, who he's been divorced from for about 15, 20 years, is so broke that she needs to move back in with him to save money. And I don't know how to feel having grown up in a broken home that's now coming back together because it's too broke. Uh, <laughs> Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be parent-trapping them and the falling back in love or not. Uh, and my parents are divorced because my dad is too cool of a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad is so cool, I wish he was my uncle. You know? Like, my parents are actually divorced because my dad was in a bar and uh, a dude started talking to his lady and was being kind of racist, so my dad punched him in the face. 
and broke his jaw in three places. And that lady was not my mom. Uh, so that's why they started getting divorced. And then like, you know, so he always has like a bunch of girlfriends. Like, he's just like, he came to a show I was doing one time and this girl I was trying to talk to accidentally like bumped into him a little bit at the bar. And she was like, oh, excuse me, sir, sorry, I'm just ordering a drink. And my dad looked at her and was like, the only time it's acceptable to call me sir is when I'm hitting it from the back and pulling you by the hair, uh, which I thought was a strong first conversation with a stranger. Uh, you know, that would have been a powerful uncle move, you know. Uh, a your dad, it's a little unbecoming. My mom is the type of lady, my mom is a Reiki master. If you don't know what Reiki is, it uses the body's natural energies to make it feel better, which is some hippie bullshit. Uh, but I've seen it work before. Like one time when my car broke down, I got to the side of the road, I pulled the emergency brake up. My dad and my cousin towed it to the house, but they were pushing it up the driveway and no one turned the emergency brake off. They just thought it was heavy. Uh, so halfway up the driveway, my dad rips his calf muscle from his knee all the way to his ankle, just a huge black and blue strip. I came home from work, he's just in bed. He's like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, this hurts so bad, I can't put any weight on it. I'm just gonna have to go to work on Monday and try to pretend I did it there. Uh, <laughs> which is another next level uncle move. So. <laughs> and then my mom did Reiki on it, it was gone by Monday. And I feel like that's because my dad's body's energies really wanted it to happen, you know? So I had a really bad headache one day. So I was like, hey mom, can you give me a Reiki session? She's like, okay, sit down. And she started going like this. She was either shooing energy away or she had just farted. <laughs> and she was like, okay, I'm gonna tune your aura, all right? And she took a tuning fork and she hit it and she held it in my ear. And after a couple seconds, I realized that I did not smoke enough weed for this to be effective. Uh, <laughs> then she started kind of barely not touching me. Uh, which would have been real hot if it wasn't my mom. Uh, I think that was my, that's why it didn't work because most of my body's natural energies were focused on not getting a boner. Uh, <laughs> Before I went home, I had a weird situation. I had a, a girl I'd been texting with long distance. She told me she needed a vacation. So I was like, well, I'll leave town the 19th. You're welcome to stay at my place. I sent her my Airbnb listing, so I was like, it'd be cool, give me some money. Uh, <laughs> and then she, she was like, well, maybe I'll come a couple days early so I can visit with you, winky face. So I'm like, oh shit. And she's gonna come have sex with me, this is gonna be super dope. Uh, and then she came and just very clearly did not wanna have sex with me, which is fine, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to have sex with me. But she kept wanting to like hang out with me. And she came to like one of my friend's birthday parties and no, like she was the only person no one knew. So everyone kept being like, yo, who's this real pretty girl? I'm like, oh, she's staying in my place. They're like, you guys are going up? I'm like, nah, are we supposed to be? Uh, and my one girlfriend was like, what's the situation? And I told her and she was like, oh yeah, I fucked men for far less than that. I'm like, I, that's what I thought. Uh, but I didn't want to say anything. So like, you know, we went back to the crib and I, I was still gentle when I gave her my bed, I stayed in my futon. And then uh, like the next morning I went and made her copy my key. I was like, here you go, do vacation things, whatever you want to do. I'm gonna do what I normally do, which is just smoke weed and be quiet right here. Um, so that's what, that's what was happening for a while. And then uh, after a little bit, she was like, are you mad that I'm, that I'm not having sex with you? And I was like, no, I'm not mad you're not having sex with me. I'm used to women not having sex with me. Uh, they usually don't come from so far to not do it. Uh, <laughs> All right, guys, my name is Ramon.
It's been really hard to write jokes lately. You can probably tell why. <laughs> Just new information constantly. I do notice that there's like leaks or new information at like 5 p.m. And that's just like the West Coast feed. Like they're just like letting information out late so that the West Coast also gets to live tweet <laughs> the fall of democracy. We, we get to participate, which I think is very generous. You know, it's nice to keep us in the loop on all of it. But I, it's hard to write jokes. And the only thing that I came up with the other night was fig crouton. <laughs> that's it. It's the only joke I've written since November 9th. 2016. Fig Crouton. That's gonna be my special. The special's called Fig Crouton. And then it's just me saying Fig Crouton a bunch of different ways for 45 to 60 minutes. Maybe some interstitial stuff where like I have a fig and a crouton and then at one point I have a fig crouton. And the rest of it's just gonna be, be just gonna be me saying Fig Crouton over and over again. And the reaction will probably be similar to right now. But hopefully Split Cider will still be a thing and they'll write about the brilliance of my fig crouton. You guys dig it. You guys dig fig crouton. <laughs> do you guys want to keep the show going? I sure do. I don't want to say fig crouton anymore. I feel like I'm about to say something else and I don't I only want to say fig crouton for the rest of my life. Our next comic, it's his first time on the show, and you guys know what we do every time it's somebody's first time on the show. We go crazy for them. So get it going right now. Start clapping right now for your next comic, Kyle Ayers! Get up for Kyle, you guys! Oh, that was fun. That was very fun. Let's chat to you for a minute and just see how your nights are going. You have a cool outfit on. You look cool. I like your cool outfit. You seem like a cool outfit person. <laughs> how was your day? It's great. Yeah? What did you do today? Uh, we went to Harry Potter World. Whoa! Yes? Yeah. Couple of big fans over there. Is that you, JK? Where are you at? Thank you for destroying the patriarchy. She's killing it, by the way. And if you're not following JK Rowling on Twitter, you are, you should just, I don't care what, I'm, what the end of that sentence is going to be. Um, ooh, how was it? It was amazing. Yeah? I haven't been here. I've only been to the Ridge one in the book. No, in, um, <laughs> in Orlando. I've been to the one in Orlando. Uh, what's it, what'd you do? Did you drink... Butter beers and get a wand. We got a wand. Uh huh. We rode rides. We got stuck on a ride. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrible. Harry Potter ride. Yeah. You got stuck on the Harry Potter ride, which is like in Hogwarts. Yeah, it's like in the yeah. reconstructed Hogwarts for how long? Um, like a whole minute. A whole minute. Okay, so not. <laughs> Dementor in face. You know, yes. not so magical. <laughs> you guys, let me ask you a question. Uh, okay, the, when I went to, so first of all, I haven't been to Universal Studios in like, I don't know if I've ever, let me start again. <laughs> Have you been to any of the Disney parks? Yes. Okay, do you know how the rides there are very slow and it's like you're on a, you look, oh, I'm Peter Pan <laughs> and I'm going up. It's gentle. <laughs> I went to uh, Universal Studios because one of my exes was having a, a family reunion there. 
So I was hanging out with a lot of children. She had a lot of nieces and nephews. And Universal Studios, it's like they knew Disney existed, so they were like, this one's in your face! Because <laughs> all of their rides are the like motion rides. Right? Is that what the Potter? Is that what the Harry Potter ride is? Where it's like you're sort of on a roller coaster, but you're mostly looking at a TV screen, and the TV screen is tricking you to make you feel like you are falling down. <laughs> I went on a Spider-Man ride that was like that. It was like the first ride that we went to at Universal Studios with like a child. It was like one of my then girlfriend's nieces wanted to sit with me because like. You know, obviously I'm cool. I was trying to be like a positive queer adult and just be like, yeah, come here, we're safe. And uh, <laughs> then I just sat next to her and like four seconds in, Dr. Octopus was like, I'm here. And I was like, because I get very motion sick. <laughs> and those things will kill you. They're trying to kill you. So she was like, she was like, I'm so nervous. But then once the ride got going, she was like, this is amazing. And it was in the inverse experience on my end where I was like, I am a safe adult. And then I was like, hold my hair. Hold my hair. I don't have a trash can. I'm barfing on you. Then I just had to sit down, like outside the ride for a while. Just do it like a real, just like, I'll be right back. That's not the weirdest thing that I saw at, at, or that happened at that. So I, I, I knew I couldn't go on any of like the, the motion-y things, the things with screens. But there's also, at the one in Orlando, there's like, a, there's like a one where you're kind of riding a dragon. It's like a mini roller coaster. Do they have that here too? Okay, so I was, no? We, we've also been to the one. Okay, well then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> For the rest of you guys, it doesn't really matter. It's a mini roller coaster. Um, I was about to get on the mini roller coaster. And a woman in front of me had a, a child with her. And the thing about those parks is that, like, people are so catered to. That, that's what's fun about it, right? People are, you're, they're, they're trying to help you out so that you will stay there and spend money. Like, they're trying to make you feel, feel good. But people get so catered to that I think that they forget that they're in a public space and that the other people around them are not, in fact magical creatures, but like drama students. Because <laughs> uh, the woman in front of me is about to get on this ride and she turned to the wizard that was letting us on the ride, who was like definitely a community theater kid. And she said, hey, we're about to get on this ride, but my daughter caught a lizard in the park and it's in this bag. <laughs> and it was just a regular size Universal Studios like, like merchandise bag. And these people had just been in the park for so long that they just thought like, wild animals are for keeps. <laughs> and they just scooped up a lizard, put it in a bag, and then she's... Hey, we're gonna go on this ride real quick, but my daughter got a lizard and it's in this bag. Can you hold it while we ride? And this guy just goes, Well, I am a wizard. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, that poor guy, I hope he is okay. Are you guys ready for more show? 
thank you for coming to the show tonight. Congratulations on your wonderful day. Uh, this next comic is a pal of Rian Mine, and he's got, he's gonna be on this. He's made a new show on Showtime that I'm very curious about. That's called "We're Dying Up Here." It's about the comedy boom in the '70s, I think '70s, '80s. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really excited to see it. Um, and you you know him, you love him because he's also a hilarious comic. Let's hear it right now from Mr. John Daly. Give it up for John. Hi, Hi John Daly. What are you Hi, working Cameron. on right now? You were telling me right before. Mm-hmm. I'm working on, well, I made a short film with Gil Ozeri. I'm very excited about it. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, for Super Deluxe. Um, it's called Men. I'm very excited Great. about that. And it's coming out pretty soon. And, and then you're and, also... Uh, in a Showtime show. I'm in a Showtime show called I'm Dying Up Here that's coming out in June. Very excited. Um, showtime, I'm used to watching boxing and Ray Donovan, and now I'm <laughs> on it, which is great for me. Really? I'm used to watching The L Word yeah. and also The L Word. Right, right. It's kind of an important network. Well, you know, for my the, people, it's an important network. <laughs> yeah, one, of the, one, of the girl, one of the girls in The L Word, uh, you might say the most attractive one, is yeah. on Ray Donovan. Yes, yeah, she is. And she's rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she is rad. <laughs> uh... God, recently Rhea and I... No, eh, this is a story for not the podcast, but um, I'm so excited to see those things, and thank you for being here tonight. That's thank literally you. all. Just plug your shit and oh, go yeah. to your house. Hey, hey, take my wife. Plug yes. it. I'm gonna, Watch it. Yes, Watch my it. show, Take My Wife. Yeah. I'll see you By the way. watching it when you come yes. to my house. See, Watch see it. so yeah. things say something. <laughs> John Daly, you guys, let him hear it! We have two more comics on the show, but I do just want to say one thing real quick. Because there's a pal at the show, and his name's Ben. I don't want to embarrass him too much, but he's a sweetheart of a guy. And we used to do comedy together at Cole's Open Mic, which is the open mic that Cameron started. And he, yeah, thank you for that one (laughs) tiny semi-wet applause. I loved it. (laughs) Hang on, I got a paper towel in my hand, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. And he used to work, uh, he worked at a pizza place, and he would bring all the comics pizza every night before the open mic, and all these comics got to eat every Wednesday for free, because he would bring pizza, and one day, I got in a really bad bike accident, and I broke my two ribs, and I couldn't get off the couch, so I finished Netflix, and it was a great moment in my life. (laughs) And he came to my house the next, or, yeah, the next day, and brought me a whole pizza, and I could barely walk, but it was one of the sweetest things. So will you guys please give a warm round of applause to my friend Ben, who's in town to watch the show. He's a sweet, sweet guy. And Cameron and I both love him. I don't want to embarrass him too much. But I love a round of applause. We're going to do another one, because we got two more comics left for you guys. You excited? Into it? This next comic, I'm so excited that she's here. She's one of my favorite comics. She's so funny. You guys, give a warm welcome to Maggie May right now. Hey, everybody. Did you guys see me try to fumble to get out of there like I didn't go to college? Guys, I'm super excited. I moved here three days ago. I'm... Thank you. Thank you. 
it is an adjustment. I know it's going to be a big adjustment. Um, it's hard. I'm from Austin, Texas. And uh, back in Austin, Texas, I was hot shit. And so it was really hard knowing I was going to come here and be nobody. Like in Austin, I was like a Wes Anderson movie. I, you know, I was like melancholy, but visually stunning. <laughs> And over here, everyone wants me to try the new skincare they're trying to sell me. <laughs> it's just an adjustment. And I didn't stay cute in Austin. I wasn't the kind of girl that just stayed cute the whole time. I was the kind of girl that cleaned up nicely. I'm the kind of girl that cleans up nicely. But I'm also a feminist, so how dare you expect me to clean? <laughs> I'm excited about Valentine's Day. Um, as of about a week and a half ago, guys, I'm officially off the market. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm not with anyone. I'm just no longer taking applications. Mm-mm. No, this property is closed. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm single. Um, y'all didn't cheer for that. That's fine. Um, that's cool. Too late. Y'all don't have to cheer because I'm not fun single. I'm not cheerable single. I'm not single and ready to mingle. That's not me, okay? Like, you won't see me on Tinder swiping and stuff like that. I am aggressively single. I am evangelically single. <laughs> Getting some cards printed up so I can go door to door and be like, hey, have you heard the good news of doing whatever the fuck you feel like doing whenever you feel like doing it? <laughs> Hallelujah, Netflix and chilling by your damn self. <laughs> Eating chicken in bed, no judgment. <laughs> Amen, everybody. Yeah, but I'm not like, I'm not the kind, I'm single and I'm not like the kind of girl that's ever tried to like get into a relationship. I'm not a piner. I don't pine after relationships. Um, I don't chase balls unless I play tennis. That's it. That's where I live. I'm not thirsty. I stays quenched. <laughs> like if I go out with a guy and like I call him and he doesn't call me back, I don't do follow-up calls. I don't do that. I just assume he's dead and move on with my life, right? <laughs> Just real brave, you know? And my friends hate that because they think I'm not trying. They're like, Maggie, you go give him another call, man. Like, that's, that's the dating world. I'm like, I'm not going to give him another call. I'm winning right now, okay? <laughs> oh, they hate to hear me say that because they hate to see your girl win. And they're always like, Maggie, get over yourself. That's not how dating works. You better call him. Make an effort. Call him. You're going to end up alone. And I'm like, yeah, and so I know I'm winning. <laughs> It's lonely at the top. Are you serious? Now, everybody can't hang up here. This is elite shit right now. This is Simone Biles. This is Michael Phelps. This is Beyonce and the Cooler Twin. Okay. I'm not single. I'm a freaking champion. How about that? I see a lot of y'all didn't cheer because you're in relationships. And you're like, I got a boyfriend. I won. I got a girlfriend. I won. You didn't win. That's a tie. So enjoy your asterisk, all right? <laughs> Have fun with all of that. Yeah, but my friends think that like I'm not uh, putting out the right vibes to be with someone. They think that I look, that I don't come off nicely. And I, I, I kind of blame, I've got an angry face and it's not bitchy resting face. I've, we've all been on Buzzfeed. There is nothing <laughs> resting about how angry my face looks at all times, okay? It's up and active, I'm gonna get you, get over here, I'll bite you in half. Like, it's CrossFit angry face. <laughs> is what that is. Like, if I'm not smiling, my face looks like a DMX song, had a baby with a Mary J. Blige album. 
looks like they're in a custody battle that everybody's feeling. <laughs> and they're filling out paperwork listening to old school NWA just to stay mad. <laughs> like it's gotten to the point where I like practice smiles in the mirror so I know how I'm coming off to people. I'll show you some of the smiles I've come up with. They're great. Uh, this here, this is a multi-purpose smile. You know? <laughs> the smile says, hire me, I won't steal anything here. <laughs> And then there's this smile here that, you know, this smile says, I got a secret, ask me about it. <laughs> it's not my secret. <laughs> or it says, I'm gonna Grinch your Christmas. <laughs> yeah, presents. <laughs> uh, then there's this smile right here. You just gotta really lean into it. The knee is part of it. That's the smile that I do when random strangers on the street walk up to me and say, hey baby, smile. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. I can freaking guarantee that right now. So if you tell me to smile, I want my face to make you regret talking to me, okay? I want it to be the equivalent of getting smacked in the junk with a ring on. Just try to fat to that pervert, it isn't gonna work. <laughs> Just... Like I want my face to ruin the credit in their spank bank, get that whole account shut down. All the way down. I hate that. I hate when dudes are like, you'd look better smiling. Maybe not. You don't know how I live my life, okay? You don't know. All right? And it calls attention to my teeth. All of a sudden, I'm so self-conscious about my teeth because I'm like, I'm missing a tooth and I've got a shaky tooth, which is real scary as an adult because you're not going to get money. You're going to have to pay money. My crown keeps falling out. All the rest of my teeth are khaki than a motherfucker. I'm just, it's not a good situation in here. I try to get my missing tooth fixed. Uh, I got a lot of dental work done in Mexico. I'm not mad at them. They got like real good anesthetics. But um, <laughs> when I came over and tried to get it fixed, they were trying, like in here, they were like trying to get me to get a dental implant for $3,000. But trying to sell it to me just as cavaliers all get out, just like they were trying to supersize my drink. They were like, girl dental professional girl get get a little quick little implant three thousand just quick little implant girl just get one get it i had to look at a dental professional in her face and be like i cannot afford a three thousand dollar dental implant okay i can afford a tic-tac leaned against my tongue <laughs> just in there balancing oh man i get so self-conscious though when i like practice my instagram smile my i'm 17 that smile what are bills that smile <laughs> And I catch my missing tooth. I get so self-conscious. I'm like, oh man. I look like I'm trying to tell a newscaster what had happened. <laughs> look like I was there the whole time too. Damn. <laughs> Guys, y'all have been so fun. I'm Maggie May. Get up for Maggie one more time. Welcome to LA, Maggie May. Well, we, are, we have just one final comic left, but I will say, you guys have seemed like you were super stoked all night. Are you pretty stoked? You seem pretty stoked. What's going on with you? Um, you're really cool. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, uh, how was your day? It was super great. Yeah? Two lovely flowers. Handmade paper, flowers, and a rainbow on my windshield. Oh. 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 This is great news. 
shoes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And also, you know, what a what a city to do that in. I mean, not last week, because it has been raining a little. But um, <laughs> it's a great city for paper flowers outside, you know? Uh, what what did you do in response or not in response but nothing yet that's okay yeah you know what straight up um what, do you guys have you come to the show before no no that was for valentine's this is for valentine's day right okay this was for valentine's day on purpose you haven't yet gotten a thing she has a thing, she just won't show me till after. Oh, okay. There was a secret surprise. I thought there was going to be no surprise. And then I was going to have you sit right here, and I was going to sort of pat your head or something. You probably just I might pass out. Do you want to do it? Sit right here. Rainbow paper flower, am I right? <laughs> you guys are very adorable. And happy Valentine's to you, you sweet little couple. Let's hear it for them. Now look, there are, I am seeing the number of awesome couples that are in the audience tonight. And it is, and you are so loved and held and understood. But I also need, like, is there one brave single person in the audience? Will you clap? Is there one brave right there? This person right here. You are my one. You are. You are. You are single. Yes. You are fucking here at this show. Yes. You are enjoying your Valentine's Day. Totally. Give it up for that person. <laughs> coming to put your hands together on Valentine's Day is that you guys straight up real talk there's no right gender there's no right sexuality there's not even a right partnered or unpartnered status wherever you're at is totally where you need to be and so thank you so much for coming to the show so we got one final comic and he is the best um, you guys what a what a treat for the end of our Valentine's Day um, you would know him from well you guys, I'll say it, I'll say it myself. Uh, he toured the country playing Bernie Sanders, uh, my arch enemy. There's <laughs> a great album out called Trump vs. Bernie, a great special out on Fusion of, I think the same name, I think you guys named it that. Um, but it's so excited to have him here and a, and a good friend of, of ours on the show. Let's hear it right now from Mr. James Adomian. Give it up for James. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I support not only the marriage of Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher, but I would nominate them to the Supreme Court. Yes, I would wait till someone died and nominate both of them to the Supreme Court. I guess I'm into it. Um, I liked Bernie Sanders because he was always forward-thinking on LGBT issues. And I'm a notorious homosexual, if you didn't know that. 
Like, there's old videos of Bernie Sanders going like, I, look, I believe that the uh, bisexual community deserves respect and we should give them federal matching funds for any experimentation that needs to take place in college. <laughs> you should have to fill out a FAFSA, but the money should be there. Um, here we are. Uh, I'm, uh, Donald Trump uh, is the president. In um, you're not supposed to talk about this, but he's the fattest president we've had in a hundred years. Did you know that? <laughs> and I know it's not cool to do fat jokes, but I have to do it in the spirit of like Daffy Duck going over to uh, Germany during World War II and jumping up on Hermann Göring, the fat Nazi, and like pulling his cheeks. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump is fatter than Lyndon Johnson. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> And he's the, the fattest president since William Howard Taft, and um, I, he, that's the guy who got stuck in a bathtub. So maybe that's <laughs> like a little trick there, is we should keep insinuating like, hey, Donald Trump, you stink. You should take a bath. No, take a deeper bath. Take a, take a, like a respectful, but find a bathtub. Maybe he'll do it. I'm stuck in a bathtub. <laughs> And once he's stuck there, I don't know, then we can go jump on him like Daffy Duck or something. That's a childlike fantasy, at least. You know, John, Donald Trump has these fans called the alt-right, and the alt-right are people... They're like basement Nazis. That's what I like to think of them as. And there's like, tw there's like 20 of them in real life, but they all have like 100 Twitter accounts. And... Um, they're, they uh, they love to call people cuck on the internet. That's their favorite thing to call people. You're cuck, which is short for a cuckold. Um, and they call that a cuckold is someone who your wife gets fucked by another man and she likes it, and that's the deal. And um, <laughs> that's what they call people that they disagree with on little political issues like tax policy. I disagree with you, you cuckold. <laughs> My first thought is kudos for bringing back a Shakespeare word. <laughs> It's been a while since I heard cuckold bandied about. Not since I auditioned for King Lear. <laughs> Tis a cuckold's bargain, sirrah. <laughs> but then, of course, you know, that's too formal, so they call people cuck. Um, and it, it doesn't sound like you're getting laid if you call people a cuck. It doesn't sound, I've never rolled over from a moment of ecstasy and been like, oh, that was perfect. I need to solve this cuckold problem out there. <laughs> No, it sounds like you're terrified of being a cuckold. And I mean, I mean, I guess it's just me being gay that that doesn't matter to me. I'm like, yeah, I mean, if I was married to a girl, like, yeah, get a guy in there. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> um, but I do think that cuck, the, I, I think cuck would be a fun, like, TV show, like The Cuck, um, starring Paul Giamatti as... <laughs> Like a special investigator who's also a cuckold. <laughs> and he's like, I follow the trail of blood here. I know that you're the murderer. <laughs> the DNA is a 98% match. I need you to confess to this crime right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Aren't you the cuck? God fucking damn it! <laughs> let me tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to fuck your wife and you'll let me go. That's what happens every fucking time. <laughs> Guy, the FBI guy shows up and he's like, uh, sorry, cuck, I'm taking over this crime scene. It's a federal investigation now. Oh, you're going to take my case away from me? That's not all I'm taking away from you, cuck. <laughs> Your Honor, may I approach the bench? Did you, did you fuck my wife? 
her right now, cuck. <laughs> and she's loving it. Yes, I'm loving it. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no, it's cuck. <laughs> I'm getting fucked right now. Is anybody else getting fu- fucked? I'm getting fucked. I'm getting fucked a lot. This is me as James. Not, I'm not in the bit anymore. <laughs> I have a new guy in my life, and it's so it's so fun. He's a new guy. I, 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 we're just a new item, and I really have a lot of fun with him. We're, we've just got to second base, um, but that's different in gay baseball from, like, <laughs> what maybe you're used to. So, like, we're at second base, which means he fucks me in the ass, and I empty the condom in my mouth. And... <laughs> That's a ground roll double. That's second base. Uh, I think a home run is cuddling. I think that's what it is. But it's Valentine's Day and my ass hurts, but it doesn't hurt enough, so I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys later. show four years four, four years, years. Oh, great. guys that's ryan by the way co-founder oh ryan's and record label they won a grammy we have yeah. to get ryan's record label a special thing records they won a grammy for pat oswalt's record this this week so give it up for ryan talking for clubbing which is so awesome um yes Right, so um, also we have the wonderful Hannah, we have the wonderful Megan, this is the team that makes this show, but I just want to say, before we leave tonight, yes. you know, I started this show hoping for that joke that James Adomian just told. It's like a base to one? be safe here, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I yeah. was like... Like, I was like, like into I was it. like, stand-up's okay, you know, like, I love it and my whole life is committed to it, but like... <laughs> I want, like, normalized ass-fucking. <laughs> yeah. You want it to and be... And it just took four short years! Four years. And it's a closer, baby. It's a fucking closer! It's a closer. And sometimes an opener! You guys... <laughs> Round of applause for everybody you saw tonight. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. We will see you next week. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Hey. 
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.